0: For Monday, December 20th, it's the early word from the WNYC Newsroom. Hi there, I'm Isaac Davy Aronson with a look at this morning's top news, the day ahead, and reporting highlights from the WNYC News team. Coming up, to walk or not to walk. Who's to say when the light says both? Brian Zumhagen investigates the New York City intersection phenomenon of the simultaneously lit walk and don't walk signals. We start with this morning's top headlines just ahead. The Early Word is a production of WNYC Radio. You can support this podcast by making a donation at WNYC.org, where you can also get the latest updates on this morning's headlines on the news page.
1: From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Lance Lucky. Senior Democrats are expressing confidence the Senate will ratify the new nuclear arms treaty with Russia, but Republican Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says he'll oppose it. McConnell is critical of the treaty's verification system and is expressing concern the pact would limit missile defense options. A two-thirds vote or 67 senators is needed to ratify the New START treaty. South Korea says it's going ahead with live firing drills from a border island despite a threat by North Korea to retaliate. People on Yongpyong Island and four other islands have been ordered to take shelter. After meeting Sunday, the U.N. Security Council failed to agree on a statement to address the rising tensions on the Korean Peninsula. Authorities say at least 28 people, 13 of them children, have been killed in a pipeline explosion in central Mexico. There were dozens of injuries. Officials say the blast early Sunday was apparently triggered by thieves trying to steal crude oil. In local news, having already gone to court against the city, the teachers' union is now going to the public with its argument against releasing individual teacher data reports. The union presented teachers who discovered their reports were full of mistakes. Deidre Corcoran is a fifth-grade teacher at PS321 in Park Slope, Brooklyn. She says she was on child care leave for the 2007-2008 academic year.
0: However, I have a year of data attached to my name for that year. This data is categorized as average and below average, and it is not mine. This data has brought my own personal ranking in certain areas down to below average.
1: The teachers' union is fighting to prevent the Department of Education from releasing individual reports to the media. The matter is now before a judge. New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand says she's optimistic that the stalled 9-11 health care bill will pass this week before lawmakers go home for the holidays. We have the votes we need. We've had indications from several Republicans that they very much want to vote for this bill, and so the hope is to get to the bill as soon as the start bill is completed. Senate Democrats need 60 votes to open and close debate on the James Zadroga 9-11 Health and Compensation Act. The $7.4 billion bill would provide long-term funding to continue medical monitoring and treatment programs for those with illnesses related to the 9-11 attacks. It would also open a victim's compensation fund for the sick and survivors of those who died. GOP opponents have argued that the bill is too costly and vulnerable to fraud. Long Island Congressman Peter King says he'll hold hearings on what he calls the radicalization of the American Muslim community. In a Newsday op-ed piece yesterday, King, the incoming Republican chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee, said that such hearings are critical because al-Qaeda is, quote, recruiting Muslims living legally in the U.S., He calls them homegrown terrorists who have managed to stay under the anti-terror radar screen. In an interview with the Associated Press, King said the Muslim community does not cooperate with law enforcement to anywhere near the extent that they should. A spokesman for the Council on American-Islamic Relations said he fears King's hearings will become an anti-Muslim witch hunt. New York's top court is set today to hear a state senator's challenge to the vote tally showing he lost the seat on Long Island. The court will also consider his request to have all district ballots recounted from the state's new voting machines. WNYC's Brian Zumhagen has more.
2: The Court of Appeals is expected to rule within days after arguments from Nassau County Democrat Craig Johnson. That will establish case law for recounts from the machines that scan voters' paper ballots, unlike the old machines where voters pulled levers. An eventual win by Johnson, though unlikely, would throw the state Senate into a 31-seat tie, A mid-level court ruled that Johnson is not entitled to a full-hand recount. A judge earlier certified Republican newcomer Jack Martins as the winner by 451 votes. That would switch the Senate to a 32-30 Republican majority next month after two years of Democratic control. For WNYC, I'm Brian Zoomhagen.
1: City health officials want a second try at bringing flu vaccine into schools on a large scale. It's recommended but optional and not widely requested. Dr. Jane Zucker from the health department says the program would try to reach more than half a million students in 1,400 public and private elementary schools.
0: It would likely be one day where you would have a team come in and
2: vaccinate those children who have assigned consents and give them their vaccination.
1: The city tried something similar at the start of the 2009 school year, a few months after a large swine flu outbreak. Only about one in five elementary students got vaccines in schools, though an unknown number received them through outside doctors and clinics. The city did not try the program in the current school year due to limited funding. For next year, the health department would hire private contractors to administer the flu vaccine in schools. Finally, over 15,000 fans turned out at Madison Square Garden Sunday, the largest crowd to ever watch a women's college basketball game there. The University of Connecticut's top-ranked team easily beat number 10 Ohio State 81-50. to It was UConn's 88th straight win going back more than two years and ties them with the UCLA men's teams of the early 70s for the longest winning streak in NCAA history. The Lady Huskies will try to set the new record Tuesday night when they play number 14 Florida State. Mm -hmm. Taking a look at the calendar this Monday, not a whole lot on it this holiday week. The Senate will convene this morning to consider the New START Treaty by which the U.S. and Russia could verify each other's nuclear weapons arsenals and a Christmas tree and menorah will be placed in a ceremony at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. A couple of things happening this Monday. From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Lance Luckey.
0: Isaac Davy Aronson back with you here on The Early Word. And New Yorkers are famous for crossing streets whenever we feel like it, whether or not we have the light. But it's hard not to notice when both the walk and don't walk icons light up at the same time. And that's happening more and more around the city. WNYC's Brian Zumhagen left the studios for a little walk in search of some lights on the fritz. He didn't have to go far. Seven short blocks from the
2: radio station, at the corner of Spring and Green Streets in Soho, the orange don't-walk hand is illuminated, but so is the icon of the walking man. Most people on the street don't seem to notice until I point it out to them.
1: Oh, my gosh!
2: That's LaTanya Turner. She and her husband Otis are in town from Arkansas. What would they have done if they'd been left to their own devices?
0: We probably would have stood here and thought, okay. We don't know what to do. What do we do? Well, I think you have a choice there. You uh, can just either walk or not I guess not walk. you can take your chances.
2: <laughs> Pedestrians are getting mixed signals like this all over town. It's no laughing matter, according to Councilwoman Gail Brewer. Nearly a year ago, her office did an unscientific survey in her Upper West Side district and counted some 13 broken signals.
0: It is confusing to people, I think, particularly for tourists and visitors and seniors who are always frightened to cross the street no matter what because you never know what car or bicycle is coming at you.
2: Some people have speculated that the lights stop working when it gets cold. But the city's Department of Transportation says that's not it. The problem, a spokesman says, is that the lights have a lifespan of about seven years. When they reach the end of that period, many of them start to malfunction. They display the walking man and the orange hand simultaneously. Officials say if you see a crosswalk signal doing that, call 311. The DOT replaced about 3% of the city's crosswalk signals last year, some of them identified by pedestrian complaints. But Councilmember Gail Brewer says there are still a lot of broken signals out there. She recommends that the city use its 311 scouts, inspectors who ride around town in small orange vehicles looking for things like potholes.
0: This should be one of their mandates. It should not be complaint based.
2: Until a more comprehensive approach is taken, here's one tip from the DOT. The malfunction, when the walk and don't walk icons light up together, happens only during the time when you actually can walk. But if you see the orange hand all by itself, that really means don't walk. For WNYC, I'm Brian Zumhagen.
0: WNYC is making a photo map of malfunctioning walk-don't-walk walk signs across New York City. If you spot one, take a picture and upload it at WNYC.org, or email it to Newstips at WNYC.org.
2: Papadelic, can I have some funk for Christmas? Please? It.
1: Santa
0: Build as a funk rock alternative to the Rockettes, Everett Bradley brings his holidelic Christmas Spectacular to Joe's Pub in Greenwich Village tonight. On this Parliament-style freak funk track, Santa Bring the Funk, Bradley invites St. Nick to drop some funk down the chimney. You can download this song for free on our culture page. Just click on culture at WNYC.org. And you can learn more about all the stories you heard here. Download more podcasts and go in-depth with our reporters on the news blog. It's all at our website, WNYC.org. You can hear us there 24 hours a day as well as on the air at 93.9 FM and AM 820. From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Isaac Davey Aronson. Have a great and funky day.